Welcome to A to Z Sports, powered as always by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media. We are Nashville's On Demand Sports Talk Network, going live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Find the links to the show on our Twitter feed and also our Instagram story. Follow us there at A to Z Sports. Uh, we got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for our show and they help out you guys with Wilson County Hyundai. Check them out and make them a part of your new car buying process by going to Lebanon to see them or simply WilsonCountyHyundai.com. The Bone & Joint Institute, BoneAndJointTN.org. The region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. And then also Farm Bureau Health Plans. Get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans. It's better coverage, better rates, better service. Learn more about a health plan for you, FBHP.com slash A-T-O-Z. So, Zach, we started this exercise uh, of our top 10 most important Titans for this 2022 season. I don't know about you, uh, but you know we, we talked briefly about this. Then we decided to stop talking. We got off the phone and we filled out our list uh, separately. Did this stress you out as much as it did me? Because I thought this was, I mean, I, it's like, it's kind of like my NCAA bracket. Like there's two ways to go about it. You either just say screw it and you just fill it all out super fast or you overthink it and then you bust like and you miss like half of the first round games, right? Like that's kind of how I viewed what this exercise was, the top 10 Titans players uh, for this season. So I didn't have trouble with this at all. I had my my philosophy okay. and my reasoning. I struggled. The ones that I struggled with were at the bottom. We were 10, 9, a, those I had to kind of justify a little bit, which I did. I came to a conclusion. But my top six, I feel very strong about because there's a theme. I think it makes sense for the football team. And I think it makes sense for the importance of grading the Titans and where they want to be. I think that, that kind of kept me center of like, what is their goal? They are not just trying to, you know, get to 500 anymore like in 20, you know, 13 and 14. This is a contending team, and they've got a, a lot of good competition ahead of them this season. And look, they got some playmakers that that need to figure themselves out, right? And yeah. so I, I thought I thought it was easy, okay. but I struggle with the 10, 9, and 8 just because I think those could be more interchangeable. But I have a theme. I feel good about it. I'm confident in my top 10 list. I believe that it is right. But I am also excited about where we differ because right. out of 10, we're not going to be the same. No, no. Well, you said you have a top six theme. Is that what I you do. said? I, I also have a top six theme. Uh-oh. <laughs> See, and this is – so Austin and I worked together for, I mean, every day for the last almost, – Almost 10 years. Almost a decade, right? So, like, I know how he thinks. He knows how I think. But when you go off and do this – Usually, and I don't know what this is going to be, but usually we somehow get closer to agreeing in this weird world. So we'll definitely have some separation, but I'm interested to see what that separation is. All right, well, we're going to start at number one. Why not start at the top? Okay, so the top 10 most important Titans players uh, for this upcoming NFL season. Zach, who is your number one? So my number one, and you know what? You know what I want to do? What's that? I want to go to this to the chat. Before okay. we do anything, okay. I think it is only fair to get the chat involved to start this show. So I'm going to put out there, who is the most important Titans player? I want the chat to fill up the box. I, I want them, and look, it, it can be anybody. I don't care. It can't be coaches. It can't be general managers. It can't be owners. It can only be players on the roster. So who is the most important Titans player? Who is your number one? That's what I want to hear. And look, I think there's an obvious one or two. Yep. I, I don't know what you're going to do, Austin. You don't know what I'm going to do. We'll figure out who the most important Titan uh, is from the chat as things start to pile in. It's starting to work. This is good. This is very good. Let's start with Titans Kyle. Because right, yep. Titans Kyle starts with Ryan Tannehill. He goes with the quarterback. Johnny also goes with the quarterback, but Alex says Derrick Henry is number one. Our offense is based on the run game. I don't necessarily see any lies there on the back half. 
Jimbo goes a different direction and says Jeffrey Simmons. Mm. John says Derrick Henry. Bobby says Ryan Tannehill hands down. So emphatically, Jimbo says Derrick Henry. Um, Derrick Henry coming in from Sean. Derrick Henry, the king. So the king's starting to take a little bit of the lead. But then you also have Tannehill. Tannehill right there. So uh, uh, Jonathan is going a different direction in Brent Kern. Oh, Brent Kern. By the way, hey, I saw a prediction yesterday that somebody said that they don't think Brett Kern will be on the roster this year. Whoa. Those are some fighting words. Yeah. We'll see what happens with the, uh, the, the, the MV punter, uh, coming up soon. So Stephen Wood has a, a pretty emphatic statement and he says starts and finishes with Tannehill. Now I don't agree with that statement. I think it's close but I don't think it's right. Steven, I think it starts with Derrick Henry, but it finishes with Ryan Tannehill. And this team has been unable to finish. And why? It's been because of Ryan Tannehill. The last two years, Ryan Tannehill has fallen short of his and this team's expectations whether throwing an interception against the Baltimore Ravens in the wild card round at home, or whether it's throwing an interception against the Bengals in the divisional round at home. So I think you were close, but it starts with Derrick Henry. But this team is about finishing. The most important player on this Titans team is Ryan Tannehill. And I think it's going to be hard for anybody to argue. I don't know what you're going to do, Austin. The chat has kind of leaned to Henry, but I just don't think that it ends with Henry. I don't think Derrick Henry alone can win you a Super Bowl. I believe if Ryan Tannehill plays out of his gourd like Joe Flacco did in 2012 and Nick Foles did when the Philadelphia Eagles went on their Super Bowl run, that Ryan Tannehill can win the Titans a Super Bowl. But it starts with Derrick Henry it finishes with 17 Ryan Tannehill. He's my most important. Well, I mean, I could say there's also another common theme in the last three playoff games the Titans have played in, which they have lost all three, and that's where Derrick Henry was stuffed, stuffed, and stuffed uh, in those playoff games, losing in Kansas City in the AFC title game, and then uh, the Ravens defense shutting him down in Nashville, and then uh, him not looking himself an explosive against the Bengals in Nashville earlier this uh, January. So my number one most important player is Derrick Henry because I do think it starts and finishes with Derrick Henry. You're right about it starts with Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is the identity. Derrick Henry is the poster boy. Derrick Henry is the leader of this team. And Derrick Henry is the engine that makes the entire offense work. And he also benefits his defense by chewing up clock, by putting up points over points, and by making everybody's job around him a lot easier. And so while I think Ryan Tannehill is very important this season because he plays the most important position, the Titans are different than everybody else. The Titans zig or zag when everybody else zigs. The Titans aren't paying the receivers when everybody else is. The Titans are focusing on pass rush, and they run the football in 2022. So Derrick Henry is the most important player. And I I don't know, you know, last year they were able to succeed and win games without Derrick Henry, but they needed him to be better than what he was uh, against the Bengals, and he wasn't. I also think Derrick Henry is pissed off for greatness this year. So, Zach, my answer for number one is Derrick Henry. I think the most obvious is whoever you choose as number one between Tannehill and Henry, the other is probably second. It's a pretty close 1A, 1B type of conversation in my opinion so i have two questions for you okay my first question i asked you this a couple weeks ago which was when was the last time a super bowl was won singularly because of a running back i want to say terrell davis back in like 1998 yeah i think you're right and that was a long time ago and we looked at and tell tell the fine folks what you found out yesterday about the scoring differential of the league. 
Oh my gosh. Like uh, I don't have it off, off top of my head, but I do have the graphic from yesterday, I believe of uh, the top seven scoring defenses. Like, look at that. Like the bills were 17th and they the points at per game. That was the number one defense. The Titans were sixth at 20.8 about in 2008. Uh, the Titans were second in scoring defense at like 15 points a game. <laughs> and so it's a big difference in how they've moved when it comes to scoring rates over the last few years. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's a different game. Uh, now, uh, Brian says Jamal Lewis uh, in 2001, but you could also say maybe the the Ravens defense was able to shut off the Giants and make it like a 31-7 to score in that Super Bowl. But again, Brian, uh, Jamal Lewis is a good one. Uh, and was a couple years after Terrell Davis, but still uh, 20 plus Decade, years ago. 20 decades plus ago. Years ago. Um, my second question is one that I've asked before, and that is what is the most important position in team sport? Oh, it's quarterback. I, I, but again, the Titans are different. It's Derek. The Titans Henry. aren't different with their goals of every other team. Right? No, their I, goals I what, are the I, same as that's to win and hoist the Vince Lombardi trophy. And so I, that's why I, 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 I do think it is close. I, I'm not saying that it's far off, and I do think it's one or two, two or one, whatever you want to say. But Ryan Tannehill is going to stir this drink if the drink's going to be good. And that's what it is. And they haven't had a good drink since they're – and again, I think it was more of an anomaly. I don't expect the Cincinnati Bengals to make it back to the Super Bowl. Because I think the Cincinnati Bengals were going to be more like last year, were more like that Tennessee Titans team of 2019 that made a good run and fell short. The Bengals made a good run. Now they made it to the Super Bowl and fell short. I think, but look, the following year, the Titans were still good, right? Like, I don't think the Bengals are going to drop off. I don't think it was just that much of an anomaly. But I do think Ryan Tannehill is the most important player uh, on this football team this year. It may be Malik Willis next year. Well, and there was some uh, interesting comments, and you can go to azsports.com about a prediction on when Malik Willis uh, might take his first start as a Tennessee Titans quarterback, like not just in uh, an injury spot for Ryan Tannehill. A to Z Sports here live. Uh, Nate says the quarterback is supposed to be a Ferrari, but the Titans drive a Volvo. Uh, Jason says he never agrees with Zach, but he's spot on here. Hey, Jason, let's break bread. Way to go! We're, we we finally made it. Yes, uh, and so I, I do. I think I think Derrick Henry is most important because if Derrick Henry is back, then all is well. If Derrick Henry is back as King Henry, then he makes things so much easier for Ryan Tannehill. But let's let's keep moving forward because. This is where it gets hard. This is where I think there's going to be a, a big difference in what Zach and I think because three through 10 is going to get complicated because Tannehill, Henry, Henry Tannehill, I understand where why somebody can go either direction there. But our rankings three through five. So if we use Tannehill and Henry as one and two, who are your three through five most important Titans players this upcoming season? But first, Zach, tell everybody about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Yeah, FBHP.com is where you need to go to change your health plan. I went online. I got their phone number and called, and you can do that. I like to talk to people, and that's the best part about Farm Bureau Health Plans service. They have better service, they have better rates, and they have better coverage. Once I called, I figured out that they had better coverage. And then once I figured out they had better coverage, they told me that they had a better rate. And so I figured out I needed to make some better decisions. And I decided to go to Farm Bureau Health Plans. And it has helped me tremendously. 200 plus locations across the state of Tennessee. FBHP.com slash ATOZ. Go online, do a quick health assessment. They got to assess your health. Then they give you the quote and then you make a decision. It is very easy. And once you do, I truly believe that you will be happy with your coverage. I have been thus far. I'm glad that I did fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. A to Z sports. It's bet MGM and it's Friday again this summer, which means no run first inning Fridays are risk free up to 25 bucks. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to download the bet MGM app. If you're not already signed up, 
then use code ATOZ Sports for risk-free bet up to 1000 bucks on your first bet. But if you're an existing user, that's what Fridays are for this summer, for no-run first-inning Friday, which you go find in a Major League Baseball game. Any Major League Baseball game today, you place a bet on there to be zero runs scored in the first inning, and that bet is risk-free up to $25 if only one run is scored in the first inning. Pay close attention to our Instagram and Facebook and Twitter today. Uh, we're going to put out a, a, a suggestion on where you should place your no-run first-inning risk-free bet in Major League Baseball today. So be looking out for that later on this morning on Instagram and Facebook and our Twitter account as well for that suggestion on where to go. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions, 21 or older, Tennessee only. All promotions, subject to qualification, and eligible requirements. Awards issued as nominal trouble. Free bets are set credit. Free bets expire in seven days from issuance. For problem game support, call Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789. Going through, Zach, our top 10 most important players for the Titans this upcoming season. We both had those two dudes, one and two, or two and one, however you want to look at it. I had Henry one and Tannehill two. I'm guessing you had Henry two after Tannehill being one. Is that correct? I did. Okay. So now let's get into three through five. I see some comments in the chat on three through five. What are they, what are they saying? Well, I, I think I actually was surprised because you have Lucas coming in saying Kevin Byard three Simmons four, honor Landry fifth, a shout out to VY for that Simmons three Landry four, woods five. And I've seen mm. some woods trickled in through here. Henry says Simmons Byard woods. Bobby says Simmons Byard Lawan, which I think is interesting. Simmons Lawan Woods, mm. Simmons Dupree Byard, Lawan Landry Byard. These are, I think, I, I mean, I think they're good, but I, I think it's interesting. I don't have, I don't agree with some of the chat on their list. Steven comes in with Simmons Landry Woods. I do agree on the chat because most number threes are Jeffrey Simmons. My number three is Jeffrey Simmons. Okay. He's the best player on defense. I went two offensive players to start, as did you. I went Tannehill, then Henry. I got to look at the defensive side of the football and ask myself, who's the best defensive player? It's Jeffrey Simmons. I think he can take another step. He is not Aaron Donald, but closer to being the force that Aaron Donald represents. And so Jeffrey Simmons... I think he's going to have a massive year. He's my third most important Titan on my list. Okay. All right. I do not have – I'm curious what your theme is now because, you know, you, you went offense and now defense. I mean, I'm trying to think of what your top six theme is because I have a top six theme too. And so – and my top six theme actually kind of goes in a couple different ways. My number three is Taylor Lewan because Ryan Tannehill, who is your number one, and Derek Henry, who is my number one, needs Taylor Lewan to lead the offensive line and to get back to a Pro Bowl level. Because Tannehill was sacked the second most of any quarterback uh, last season in the NFL behind Joe Burrow. Lawan had some shaky moments, but played really well at the end. I think the left tackle needs to set the tone. If you want to run left to continue that with a new partner at left guard, because Saffold's gone, Lawan's going to be on top of his game. If you want to protect Ryan Tannehill's backside to allow the play-action pass to thrive like it did in 2020, Taylor Lewan and his buddies up front need to hold up too. So I have Taylor Lewan, who has question marks, his contract. He said this too earlier in OTAs, that ever since his suspension, he's got zero guaranteed money on that deal, right? He's playing for his Titans career every season. And he, he survived another year because we thought he could be a cap casualty this past offseason, and he was not. And so now, all of a sudden, he is a top three most important player for this team, in my opinion. You'd be surprised where Luan is on my list. Okay. Uh, he's not in the top six, I'll tell you that. All right. Uh, maybe not even in the top seven. Ooh. ooh maybe okay. not even in the top eight. Who knows? Is he in the top ten? I mean, is he uh, even going to well, crack the show today? That's why we're going to go through it. So that's pretty – all right, Okay. Um, I think you made some valid points. Uh, I don't, I don't agree with the one thing I have Simmons. I'm curious to see if you, you got to have Simmons four. I mean, he's the most 
important player on the defense, but I don't know. I, that's kind of why we play the game. My number four, mm-hmm. and this was a half a sack away, Ooh. which is Harold Landry. Landry got paid. Landry had 12 sacks last year. Landry is the highest paid pass rusher in the room. Harold Landry is super important. And he is number four on my list because I have Simmons. Simmons helps Landry. Landry helps Simmons. Landry got paid for good reason. I thought they should pay Harold Landry. They did. He is number four on my list. And so, uh, real quick, Lawan's, uh, Chris says Lawan is trash. Again, we're not ranking the best players, no. right? This is the most important players. Correct. And so, Chris, you might think Lawan is trash, <laughs> but it would be pretty important for your left tackle to not be trash. That is why he ranks so high in my importance list. So, all right, so you've got Landry at four. Uh, I do not have Landry at four. Uh, I do not have Jeffrey Simmons at four. Whoa. Number four on my list. I don't agree with your list. Titans play. Oh, it's just a different thought process. I get it. And it it has a theme and you'll understand it more. You still might not agree with it, but you'll at least understand it more once I get through it. Number four on my list is Robert Woods. I think Robert Woods needs to provide the stability on the outside for a playmaker uh, for this offense. And I'll go ahead and tell you my number five. Because my number five is Traylon Burks. Because Traylon Burks and Robert Woods have to be able to create plays and score touchdowns for this team. The reason why I have Robert Woods four over Traylon Burks is because I trust him more. He's a pro. He's done this a long time in the league. I really like where he's at with his ACL recovery. And Traylon Burks at five, I mean, you've got to have somebody make a play on the offense. You have to. And so these two guys really need to step up and make big-time impacts to make Tannehill's life easier, right? Because Tannehill needs people to throw to who are reliable. Robert Woods, I think, can be reliable once he gets the full go, ready to go back from the ACL. Traylon Burks has to become reliable really fast. And so I think uh, Woods at four and Traylon Burks at five round out my top five most important Titans players, all offense. Yeah, I think that's dead wrong. Um, I mean, that's like, I, look, I had a different, I had a different thought of it. Yeah, but your thought, the most it's not important, wrong. It's my no, the most important thing on this entire team is their defense. That that's the defense we've seen. So I asked you the same question that I'll ask you. When was the last time we saw a defense come come through and win a Super Bowl? We've seen that recently. That's the key is their defense. And what the the front four make up the defense. That's why number five, I'm going Bud Dupree. Give me, these are the big heavy hitters. Give me Tannehill and Henry. Give me Simmons, Harold Landry, and Bud Dupree. I've given you a quarterback. I've given your best player on offense, and I've given your pass rush. Pass rush stops what they're about to go through. And they're about to go through the green mile starting in week seven, which you're going to have unbelievable quarterback play. The only way to stop fire with fire is this defense. That's that's what makes the most sense. The importance is their defense stays where it was or even improves to possibly be the number one defense in the league. Now you're a different story. Now I believe so much more in this team. So, yeah, Simmons, then Landry, then Dupree, because if those guys off the edge and in the middle are wreaking havoc, now I'm getting juiced up. If those guys are wreaking havoc, the offense that has so much firepower, you're going to hold the Kansas City Chiefs to three points again because you're going to be able to get after Mahomes. It's the same philosophy of what the Bucs did to the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. They made him run around like a chicken with his head cut off. That, I think, is the philosophy. That's why when you talk about importance, I also went to price tag. Look at this. The price tag of these players makes the most sense. Derrick Henry got a big contract. Ryan Tannehill is a $100 million man. Jeffrey Simmons is about to be the highest paid defensive tackle in the league besides Aaron Donald. Okay. Let me finish. And then you got the big boys, the 80-plus million dollar guys in Harold Landry 
and he makes more money than Bud Dupree. He has more sacks in a single year than Bud Dupree. That's my philosophy. All right, and look, that, a few people have figured out my overall thinking and approach to this top 10 most important list. And so, look, I, again, <clears throat> this is why I found this exercise to be very interesting because clearly Zach and I approached it from different mindsets. I really don't think your list is wrong, and I don't think my list is wrong either. It's just different interpretations of what we mean by most important, which, it again, my top six theme is – I have a top six theme. You have a top six theme. So we'll figure out which top six theme we have, and I'm going to uh, give credit to the uh, handful of people in the comment section who did figure out my philosophy on what I did because there was a method – to the madness that Zach thinks I did with my top five and my tops, my number six player will unlock that too. But real quick, we're going to get our six through 10 here in a second. But let me tell you guys about the bone and joint Institute, bone and joint TN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever you get hurt in life, go to them. I did it last week. And now I'm going to have a great beach vacation next week because I went to the Bone and Joint Institute and Dr. Jeff Watson helped me out with my plantar fasciitis. He's a, is a foot and ankle expert. He's got all of what you need. He gave me the steroid shot in my foot to allow me to walk barefoot on the beach with pain-free next week. And I'm looking forward to that. And they can do the same thing for you and whatever injury occurs in life because life happens and you get hurt. That's unfortunate, but it's going to happen. Make sure you know who to go to and who to trust. Boneandjointtn.org. We are powered by BetMGM. We love BetMGM. You should love BetMGM. And they got a deal. Risk-free, no-run first inning Friday. You get back up to $25 if the game you bet on only has one run scored in the first inning. And that's a great deal coming in from BetMGM. Download the app today. You can also use the promo code to sign up. A-T-O-Z Sports, that's A-T-O-Z Sports, all one word, no spaces. So use that promo code, download the app in your Apple or Android app store. All right, A-T-O-Z Sports, we're going through our top 10 Titans players uh, when it comes to importance uh, throughout this Friday show. So a few people did guess uh, what my philosophy was, and I'm going to go through and, and see if I can find the person who got it first. Um, here as I went through, because my top five are Derrick Henry, Ryan Tannehill, Taylor Lewan, Robert Woods, and Traylon Burks rounding out uh, the top five. And so uh, the person who first got it was Jacob. Austin's theme is the defense is so stacked, so one player isn't as important as the offense, which is questionable. Jason says Austin's kind of right going offense, got to be better on that side of the ball. Um, I believe Juan was the next one. The O is more important because there's more question marks. We know what the Titans have with this defense. And, th and that's exactly what my philosophy is. is that what if I've, the defense underperforms? Well, but the The defense, offense is inadequate to but keep Zach, up. But what did we talk about yesterday? And it kind of goes hand in hand with Thursday's conversation and today's conversation. I think that we both said that we feel the most – uh, acceptable floor for the defense is a top 12 defense. I think this defense is going to be good. Like, are they going to be number one? I don't know. Are they going to be top five, top three? They have a chance to. Those are high expectations. If, if they become 13, we both said they missed the playoffs. I mean, we gave top 12. We feel comfortable saying that they can win the AFC South with a top 12 defense. If they don't, don't win the AFC South, what do you think is going to happen? I think the offense is probably a disaster. Do you think they're going to miss the playoffs if they don't win the AFC South? Yes, most likely. So that's the but again, like, again, uh, I've followed, I've led right, you to the but water. But the likeliness of the Titans defense bottoming out like that after such a great year, I don't think it's that likely. So that's why it's so important. So I, go ahead. Again, but I think the offense is that much more important because there's more question marks. There's question marks about Derrick Henry's foot from people on the outside. I don't believe it. I don't have any questions about. Derrick Henry, but he is the most important player on this team because he runs the whole franchise and they go where he takes them. Tannehill has massive question marks. Lawan has question marks. Robert Woods has question marks after the trade and the ACL and the offensive weapons. Traylon Burks is loaded with question marks and he's a step up. So number six on this is a guy that I feel more confident in having an impact out of the gates is Austin Hooper. 
I think he helps fix a lot of the problems the Titans offense had last year by being predictable just by Austin Hooper being tight in one and being on the field. And so my top six theme is all offense because that's what I have the most questions about the ability for this team to perform, score enough points, and win games. The defense is loaded. And I'll say it, 7 through 10, all defense. But my top six players of importance for this team are offense because I feel like there's a little bit of boom or bust, feast or famine with all six. I don't think there's feast or famine with Henry. I don't think there's feast or famine with Lawan. But I feel a lot of question marks about the playmakers on this offense. That's why Woods has to step up, Burks has to get right, and Austin Hooper has to be the chess piece that makes everything glue together. I couldn't put Robert Woods, especially as high as you had him, because he's a number two wide receiver. Right now he's number one, Zach. Right he's now he's number he one. He is a number two wide receiver. Well, but, but right now he's number one. So but he's then that's the problem. He what? is a number two okay. wide receiver. You can't force him to be somebody he's not. They've tried that before. Corey Davis is a good example. They tried to force him being a number one wide receiver. Corey Davis is not a number one wide receiver. He never has been. He never will be. He doesn't have the talent, skill, or wherewithal to go upfield. He runs out of bounds. That's just what I don't he care is. About Davis, so, but no, like, but then, no. The point is, is number two. That's why Robert I, Woods. Robert is a number Woods two is wide so receiver. much better than Corey Davis. Robert Woods can perform and play the part of a number one for a short period of time until Traylon Burks gets right. That is what you need to happen. Which is why I have. Woods over Burks because I think Woods needs to help carry the load early on for this offense. All right. So my number six is not on your list. I know he's not on your list. Not a chance. I'll tell you that Taylor Wan is not on my list. Uh, He is not top 10. Okay. But number six is on the other side of Taylor Wan. That's the right tackle position. Yeah, I was a t- I had yeah. It is one. the third most important offensive position. It is. You have Ryan Tannehill, you have Derrick Henry, and then you have the right tackle. Because you know what? We've seen defenses, they're multiple. They're gonna take Chandler Jones. It, well, Chandler Jones is going to be on Lawan because he had success. But if you take any of the top pass rushers, which most NFL teams have two really good ones, you're going to go attack the weakness, find the weak spot. I'm not worried about Taylor Lawan. Taylor Lawan proved his worth last year by staying and Saffold going. I have no effing clue what the right tackle is going to be not a clue. Uh, they could be trash. They could be, you know, we had people in the chat saying Lawan's trash. If Lawan is trash, which I don't think that he's trash. <laughs> what do you think that the right tackle position is? So are you saying Dylan Radins? I, I don't want to put him in there. Well, so how, it may be, no, it may not be. That's what, what training camp is about. Wait, like, okay. I'll, that's Zach, the unique Zach, part I'll, about I'll, the right tackle position. Zach, I'll tell you a secret. The right tackle is going to be Dylan Radins. I hope that it is. And so, and why I did not have Dylan Radins in my top 10, I'll tell you where I had him. I had Dylan Radins at 12. Because I had I had three guys that I had to cut in, in this list. But I, I went ahead and ranked them just for extra context. Dylan Radins is number 12. Why Dylan Radins did not crack my top 10 most important list is because the Titans won 12 games last year with David Questenberry being the right tackle. Like, that's, that's why. That Mike Vrabel over his course of being the Titans head coach, has been able to hide massive weaknesses. And that does it. You can only do that for so long. Well, And, and so, again, I think, look, I'm not saying the right tackle isn't important. I'm not saying that Dylan Reigns isn't important. I have Dylan Reigns at 12. He just cracked. He just missed the, the cutoff on this conversation. But, again, the re- my tiebreaker, because – Look, you could go three through 10 and you can make a case for anybody being through there in any different slot. But Dylan Radins did not make the cut simply because they were the one seed with David Questenberry playing that position. That's a big, 
deal in this conversation. And did they struggle to protect Ryan Tannehill last year? Did Ryan yes. Tannehill have his worst year as a Tennessee Titan? So you th- that wasn't hidden. Guys, the offense was trash last year because they didn't have a good right tackle. Like, it's the facts. Look and at it. Part of, I mean, the offense was trash last well, don't year. Don't sit there so and say that it was okay because no, it wasn't. No, but, but again, like. That's what you're trying to say, though. You're trying to convince me that it was okay, and it's no, not. No, 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 no. I'm just saying my point is that I just don't think it makes the cut. I'm, I think it's the 12th most important player. And that's why team. I think that that's wrong. It's, I still find it very important. And for those who, and One Nation Underground and, and others are talking about the center, I have Ben Jones at 13. I think three offensive linemen. It, it playing in the, in the top 13 most important players that that's it's a big deal there i have a high importance on this offensive line on the guys that we and nate davis is probably not far from far behind either but uh you know i just didn't think dylan Raiden's made the cut because of my six guys on offense let's watch this year uh july 1st with bobby day watch, watch. is more i'm calling out right now Watch the right tackle position sure. all season long. I mean, I we think will. It, I think it is going to be the mo- one, the third most important part of the offense. It's a massive storyline, no doubt. And watch I, and again, it. I, I'm okay. calling my shot. That's fine. I'm oh. calling it right now. Yeah. That so th- right tackle your, position. That, yes. Nobody's disagreeing with that. Like you all, all, you have them twelve. You are disagreeing with it. No, 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 nobody is. You are. Zach, Zach, no. Nobody is disagreeing with the fact that the right tackle is a big question mark. But But I'm talking about the importance. You are disagreeing with the amount of importance. You are disagreeing. I think because, um, I think because of David Questenberry and all the other players the Titans have, he just didn't make my cut for this conversation. He was right on the edge. Who is number seven for you? Number seven for me is where I make my start on the defensive run, and it's Jeffrey Simmons, right? He's the most important defensive player. So I have him listed as the most important defensive player. But again, my top six theme went offense because that's where I have the most questions. And so I think the most, I think the best players on offense need to have great years to help that get right. And I feel more confident about the defense. So Jeffrey Simmons is seven for me. I just I think that's wild to say that Jeffrey Simmons is the seventh most important player on the Tennessee. Titans it's just team. it's just the approach that I took. But to the, it. Like, but just like say that out loud. No, I no, I mean no. I, say but, say Jeffrey Simmons is the seventh most important Tennessee Titan player. Jeffrey Simmons is the seventh most important Titans player for the 2022 season. Yes. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> I, I I agree. Big Ten Jeff. <laughs> Big Ten Jeff is getting the love of the show. This is factually false. Well, Big Ten Jeff just loves Big Jeff. So, I mean, they're basically the same person. I'm just uh, – Big Ten Jeff, yeah, and you don't get the love of the show. I don't, I don't usually give it to Ohio State guys, but Big Ten Jeff's getting the love of the show today on a Friday. And, and and Jeff says, "Tell me you don't watch football." Tell me, uh, blah blah blah, ha ha, funny, funny. Like again, like I had a <laughs> philosophy and a process to what I did. So again, there's not. I know, like, but your process is wrong. That's what we're calling it. But I like no, it's just different than yours. It's my freaking opinion. It's not wrong. It's my opinion. Well, you can disagree you, with it, what but you doesn't said, mean it's wrong. But, what, but the the seventh most important player. <laughs> Because of my philosophy and my whole approach about the importance of the offense performing at a high level. Come on. Like you understand that my, no, I don't. Uh, So the, the, the seventh most important player, in my opinion, I think is on the back half of the defense. And I, I, I think it is Kevin Byard because of several reasons. Kevin Byard is the leader of the defense. Jeffrey Simmons is the best player on the defense, but Kevin Byard is the leader. Look what happened in 2020, which they were not solid. They were trash, right? And in 2021, Kevin Byard got back to being a Pro Bowl player and they had a, re- a good defense, right? So I Kevin Byard is that guy for me. I think he leads. I think, you know, the mayor of Murfreesboro, I love what he brings to the roster. He's well-respected. I think it's been pretty impressive, a guy from MTSU, to come in this league as a third-round pick and earn the respect nationally, I think, from a lot, and probably not enough, but he got paid. He was the highest-paid safety at one point in time. 
I think the seventh most important player that makes a little bit more sense to me is Kevin Byard. Okay. Um, I have Byard number nine on my list. Um, I have number eight being Bud Dupree. So I have Jeffrey Simmons at seven, Bud Dupree at number eight. The reason the reason why I have Bud Dupree here is because of what we got glimpses and flashes of last season with him still recovering from the ACL. And like Bud Dupree got a bunch of money with his free agent contract with the Titans, but that first year was cheap, right? The first year uh, salary cap, base salary was pretty low hit. Not anymore. It's a lot higher. So Bud Dupree has no other choice but to have double-digit sacks this season. And so that means going from three in the regular season to adding a minimum seven more off of what he did last year and helping this defense continue to climb uh, and being a top defense across the NFL. And so I think Bud Dupree being fully healthy, having the second year after the ACL, lands Bud Dupree at number eight and my second most important defensive player on the list. Yeah, I mean, he can really make some impact this year. Yeah. I expect big things from Dupree. And, you know, to clarify, Mark Jones, who I usually disagree with, says Big Jeff is a leader on the defense. Also, there could be more than one leader. I agree. Big Jeff is a leader, and he's become a leader. Kevin Byard has the seniority of leadership. That was my point there. Um, my next guy is somebody that you've already named. This is number eight, right, for you? Yeah. It has to be Traylon Burks. He has to be. And I struggle with Bayard versus Burks because of importance. I just picked Bayard because I've seen his play and his importance on the field. I have not seen the importance of Traylon Burks yet. But we all know the pressures are behind the, the, the pick. The whole A.J. Brown trade. We know what A.J. Brown is. Burks has so much weight on his shoulders. And he's super important to Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill is the most important player on the Titans team because he's the quarterback. Traylon Burks can make Ryan Tannehill's life so much easier if he's able to come in and be the guy that they drafted him to be. Catch big-time balls. Catch a ton of touchdowns. Go up and grab it over the top. Flip the field. I think Traylon Burks' best attribute could be, I don't know if will be, is flipping the field. It's throwing the 40-yard bomb because Burks is just that much better than the corner to go up and grab it and come down with it. And in the red zone, the one touchdown catch that we saw in minicamp and OTAs was in the bubble of Traylon Burks, that signature over the, over the corner catch, grab it, good hand strength, hold on to the football, touch the toes and score the touchdown. Burks is my number eight guy. Yeah. And I, and I have Burks higher at five just because I think there's so much pressure on him. And I think kind of where I went with my list is because I've already mentioned my number nine is Kevin Byard. And for all the things that you, that you talked about with Kevin Byard, very important, but you know, the Titans need, and they are thin behind Lawan, Robert Woods, Burks and Hooper. That's why those two guys were above uh, the defensive. Those offensive guys were above the defensive players that I had. Uh, but Traylon Burks has to be uh, a, a playmaker for this offense, or they're not going very far. You got to have somebody in the ops on the outside that can make people scared. And filling in for AJ Brown's a big deal. So, all right, um, I've already said my, my number nine for Kevin Byard. Who's your number nine, Zach? My number nine is. The other first round pick, it's not Traylon Burks, it's Caleb Farley. If Caleb Farley plays like he was drafted to play, that defense, this defense is going to be superb because I believe in Christian Fulton. I, if Christian Fulton has proven to me, and he's got to stay healthy, but he's proven to me that he can be the guy they drafted out of LSU. If Caleb Farley is the guy they drafted out of Virginia Tech in the first round, he gets past his back injuries, he gets past his ACL, and he can be a ball hawk, that I I, I think he's got to be in my top 10. So I put him at nine because I do think he's more important than my 10. That was my hardest cut. I mentioned I had Dylan Radins at 12, and I kind of grouped them together. I was like, you know what? 
same situation, right? Caleb Farley, Dylan Radins, kind of in the same, like, you're going to be relied upon a lot in, in year two compared to what you didn't do as a rookie, high draft pick, first and second round. So I put Caleb Farley at 11 and then Dylan Radins at 12 uh, to kind of round out that uh, that cut list. But my number 10 was is, is Harold Landry because that, that's my fourth uh, defensive player. Because I put Dupree and Byard over Landry is because Dupree and Byard are more of versatile all-around players than Harold Landry. Harold Landry is a sack artist. Harold Landry is a quarterback pressure guy. Bud Dupree can do a lot of different things to impact uh, the quarterback and also the run game. Kevin Byard does literally everything from the free safety position as well as being one of the big leaders of the offense. So that's why Harold Landry was was behind those other defensive players for me, um, just because he's got more of just the fastball and doesn't have the full uh, repertoire of, you know, off-speed pitches and other types of things on what he does. And just like I said for Bud Dupree, he's expensive this year. The cap hits in the 16s, right? Harold Landry just got the new deal. His cap hits a lot lower. So next year, the pressure will amp up even more on Harold Landry. So that rounds out my top 10. Zach, I'll round up my top 10. I'll let you get to your number 10. One, Derrick Henry. Two, Ryan Tannehill. Three, Taylor Lewan, Four, Robert Woods. Five, Traylon Burks. Six, Austin Hooper. All offense in the top six. Then my four defensive guys. Seven, Jeff Simmons. Eight, Bud Dupree. Nine, Kevin Byard. Ten, Harold Landry. My 10 was my heart toughest decision. Um, it was. Uh, mine goes Tannehill 1, Derrick Henry 2, Jeffrey Simmons is the third best, most important player on the team, Landry's 4, Dupree's 5, the Titans' right tackle position. If you want to do Dylan Radins in parentheses, go ahead and do that. Bayard is 7, Burks is 8, Caleb Farley First round pick, Caleb Farley, is nine. And number 10 was between two guys. One was offense, one was defense. I decided to go defense. And he's somebody that nobody really has talked about. I left Austin Hooper at 11. Mm -hmm. And that was a struggle for me because of what all I've said about Austin Hooper. But I put Zach Cunningham at 10. I love Zach Cunningham. I think Zach Cunningham is a great replacement for what Rashawn Evans could never be. I think he proved his value. I love how they got him back uh, in this season. And here's my philosophy behind it. I took a look at the schedule. This was my tipping point. A running back is going to get past the front four. They are. Eventually, they're going to get past the front four. It's now the tackling machine of Zach Cunningham to make sure, and this is who they're going to have to face, Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs, Jonathan Taylor twice, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Aaron Jones, uh, Joe Mixon. You've got James Robinson twice for the Jacksonville Jaguars, Austin Eckler, and Ezekiel Elliott. Those are pretty damn good running backs that you're going to have to face. That's where Zach Cunningham comes in, and instead of first and ten, for the opposing offense, it turns into third and two. That That's my premise. That's why I think Zach Cunningham is so important. I think Zach Cunningham's the second most important inside linebacker. I think David Long Jr. is, and I, again, I like Zach Cunningham. I think the duo of him and David Long Jr. is going to be really impressive and important for the Titans. But I think David Long Jr.'s ability to cover uh, makes him more important Zach Cunningham's Cunningham. ability to tackle well and David Long Jr. is a really good tackler too like not as David, good as Zach Cunningham we I know that but David Long Jr. can cover way better than Zach Cunningham and so like Zach Cunningham's the number one run stopping the uh linebacker in the NFL last five years we talked about that stat yesterday that, that's why I listed all yeah of those I just don't stellar I just, running backs I just think uh and I, I don't disagree with your points. I just don't agree with how high he is with level of importance. Like he's a very important player, but I think he's easier replaced because of the position that he plays. 
like the Titans told us last year and have really told us ever since John Robinson took over as GM that inside linebacker is a rotational position. I mean, they drafted Rashawn well, Evans. Why did they draft Rashawn Evans? That's because it, because of the That situation. doesn't make any sense. That's wrong. If they no. drafted it, their first-round pick was an inside linebacker. Zach, I was about to tell you why. Because remember in that draft, the Titans were picking 26th overall. They traded up to 22 to get Rashawn Evans because he was the only hole they had in their starting lineup, and it was a good scheme fit. It didn't work. But when you're drafting 26th overall, there's a lot of different factors that go into it, like situation. And it didn't work. It was a bad first-round draft pick. Rashawn Evans did not develop. But what did they tell you? That they can go find David Long and Jayon Brown on day three in the draft and go acquire Zach Cunningham middle of the season and then draft Monty Rice in the third round the, the, the same year. And it, it doesn't like they're willing to move on from those guys and not pay them too much. I think Zach Cunningham by far is the best inside linebacker they've signed and since John Robinson's been the GM, but he's showing us that he doesn't value that position as much as he does other positions. Well, he did by drafting Rashad Evans. Again, don't tell Again, me you don't I like Mexican you food and then ask me to Taco Bell. That's what their actions Taco Bell is not Mexican food. What is it? What's American the fast food? American fast That's food. Not, what do they serve? What type of food do they serve? Tacos. What is what type of food are tacos? And that's not me- again. That's not what Mexican. type of food are tacos? It's exactly. No, I'm asking a question. Okay. What you're type being, of food are tacos? You're being thick-headed. What type I, of food are tacos? It's 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 a cheap-ass Americanized Mexican food. It's not oh. true Mexican food. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> Thank you, Kieran. American Mexican. It's what is BS- the last word in, in Kieran's statement? Mexican. It's BS Mexican food. That's my point. Here. I didn't. I, Thank you, thank you, Daniel. That's not Mexican food. Then what is it? Trash. (laughs) That's not a category. It's fast food. It's fast food. But what type of food? Arby's is different than Burger King. It just is. I don't want to get into this because it's stupid. But you're wrong. You cannot say that Taco Bell is not Mexican food. That is literally a lie. It's not incorrect. It's BS Mexican food. What is you said Mexican food? Okay, never mind. You said I, that it you, wasn't, okay. and then now I, you're I, saying that it is. Okay, I, I don't want to go any deeper. In this but topic. it's true. No, it meant that that you don't make any I sense. I mean, we got Juan says he's Mexican, and Taco Bell is not Mexican. That's my point: is that Taco Bell is not a true representation of Mexican food. What category is it? It's fake Mexican. It's American it's Mexican. Mexican. No, it's not, dude. Stop. And I agree with Harry. We need to move on. It's not real Mexican food. Okay, it is it's, categorized as Mexican food. You just did that. Yeah, and <laughs> so you think Pizza Hut's Italian food? Yeah, it serves Italian food. <laughs> no, 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 no. Then what kind of food does it serve? Crap food. <laughs> You're fast see, food. That's not. Pizza. There you go. What type of food is pizza? It's. Pizza. It's its own thing. Who created pizza? Yeah, the Italians did, but it's what? not like Do you, you're you're not getting it. No, you're just you're jeez. Oh, you just you sound like somebody who hasn't eaten good. And I know you like good restaurants. I don't eat any of it. I know I don't eat fast food. I just know how they're categorized. Oh, TJ, Wikipedia. We can use Wikipedia because we're not your 11th grade English teacher. Uh, TJ says Wikipedia says it's Mexican expired food categorized as American fast food. It is Mexican. It serves no, it's Mex- Mexican, Mexican, Mexican ex- dishes. Mexican, ex- it's inspired. It's Mexican inspired. It is not Mexican food. Ask a Mexican person if Taco Bell is Mexican food. They will laugh in your face just like Juan's doing. I didn't say it was real Mexican food. I said it was Mexican food. Mexican and inspired. Inspired, man. It's inspired. Uh, okay, that's inspired fine. It's still categorized as Mexican. Mexican. Inspired by the cuisine from Mexico. I'll, I agree settle, I'll settle on that. There's not much inspiration going on with what Taco Bell's doing. I agree. I don't eat Taco Bell. I graduated college a long time ago. <laughs> All right. So my 11 and 12 that just missed the cut were Caleb Farley and Dylan Radins. Who was your 11 and 12 again? Austin Hooper, Hooper was 11. 
And you didn't and have a 12? Lawan was 12 if okay. you want to put him in there. All right. So, look. We had the same 12. Zach Cunningham you didn't have. Oh, dang it. You're right. Zach Cunningham. And Zach Cunningham was not on my... I had I had Nico Autry. I had Ben Jones. David Long Jr. Again, also my two, and we'll go, look, we got plenty of time going into the season. My two key positions to watch, Zach Cunningham and the right tackle position. Zach Cunningham and the right tackle position. I think we're going to be talking about those two things throughout the course of the year behind, obviously, Tannehill's play and Henry and and the defense and all that. All right, let's get to Ain't That Good News to wrap up this week and send us to a holiday weekend. But first, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. It is simple, quick trip down I-40, exit 236. Payne Bone, the owner, family-owned and operator of Wilson County Hyundai, will hook you up with your perfect make and model. You just have to find out what your perfect make and model is. It probably... It is a Hyundai. You just have to find it. The Palisade is their third row seating full-size SUV. All the bells and whistles. They've got the four-door sedan and the Sonata, the Elantra, the Tucson, the Santa Fe, the Ionic, which is battery-powered, so you don't have to worry, worry about the gas prices, which are ridiculous, and nobody's doing anything about them. So fight fire with fire, right? That's what you got to do. And By doing that, you can order the Ionic from Wilson County Hyundai. Visit wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Don't forget, it's no run first inning Friday. So check out our Instagram, our Facebook, and our Twitter uh, later on this morning for a suggestion on where you should place your risk-free no run first inning Friday, how it works, all BetMGM users and uh, people who haven't even signed up yet. All you got to do is place a bet on a no run first inning on any Major League Baseball game today, and you get up to $25 back if there's only one run scored in that first inning. So check it out. Uh, We'll have that posted later on on our Instagram, Facebook, and our Twitter for our no-run first inning Friday risk-free suggestion, right? It's just an option out there. We'll do a little bit of research for you guys to make it easier, but that's with the BetMGM app. Uh, if you have not signed up with BetMGM, use our code ATOZ Sports. You get a risk free bet up to $1,000 for your first bet. All right. Ain't that good news to send us to a holiday weekend and a long break of a week for Zach and I just to kind of get some housekeeping out? Zach and I will be off all next week. Don't fret. We will have some YouTube content going out every day uh, in replace of us. So make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel there. Uh, But ain't that good news. We always take the the week of the 4th of July off. It's our last opportunity to clear our minds uh, before uh, we really just lock down and go full throttle for about seven months in a row for football. Uh, So that is uh, that's housekeeping there out of the way, but a ton of uh, a ton of ain't that good news from the comments. And Nasser says, wait, 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 I missed the no run first inning play. No, that'll be on our Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter uh, later on this morning. Uh, so just keep an eye out there for our, for our feeds. All right. Good news. Let's go to the chat. Aaron says, good news. Having a great uh, workout last Tuesday at Planet Fitness. Excited about this weekend celebrating Independence Day. So uh, shout out to Aaron having good news. Nick, good news. Suns basketball tournament. Also, go Gators. Bad news had to miss the show today. It's already hot, but Nick, you did get featured on the show, so that's good news. You got right it there. Uh, G Man on base. Good news playing Fourth of July festival in in Tupelo. Slapping that base Monday evening. New original music. South of Shiloh debut live set. So there's a shout out to G Man right there. That's good news. Stephen says good news. It's his birthday next week. Enjoy vacation. Stephen King, the author of many books. We appreciate you and all of your written material and happy early birthday right there. Sean says happy birthday. Well, there you go. His daughter. Happy birthday to your daughter, Sean, turning one July 6th. Bobby says, good news. Kevin Durant is turning himself into a clown that warms my OKC fans heart. Oh, we Um, talked about that in our pre-show conversation about Kevin Durant. It's very interesting. 
uh, Big Ten Jeff <laughs> with the most Big Ten good news ever. Good news, Ohio State is finally asserting their power in the Big Ten. Today, Gene Smith took shots at the other Big Ten schools for not pulling their weight, saying USC and UCLA will. So Jeff is always in the mix for the Big Ten, so there it is. And Alex follows that up. Good news is that USC is leaving the awful excuse of a conference uh, to go to the Big Ten. Not a huge upgrade, but the Pac-12 is circling the drain. I mean, that's kind of their defense, right? Um, uh, a, a to Z attracting more uh, opposite market fans from Jason Martinez. So sure. good news there. Uh, going to Orlando for a family reunion from Juan. So good news there. Maybe you can uh, see Big Ten Jeff down there at Disney. <laughs> maybe so. Who knows? Uh, Lucas with some harsh good news, but good, good news. A child abuser at his work got called out, beat up, and fired. I think you need the law enforcement to come in and throw his ass in jail for that. Uh, Kieran's yeah, moving that's back. That's not done, yeah. Yeah, moving back to Chat Town, Chattanooga. So nice. that is that is great right there. Um, good news. What is your good news, Austin? Well, my good news is uh, next week is my fourth wedding anniversary. So my wife and I will be taking our anniversary trip like we do uh, each summer minus COVID, uh, the COVID year. But we are headed <clears throat> down to the beach and looking forward to uh, getting away, just the two of us, because our our May trip to the beach earlier this uh, season was with our two dogs. Uh, and uh, we brought my, my mother-in-law, which was a great time. But now we get to have... Uh, the two of us to have some fun down there staying in a beachside resort. Uh, so looking forward to not having to do a damn thing uh, at the beach for a few days and uh, hopefully enjoying some good weather and some uh, waves that we can play in and fight in. Cause we'd rather have Rocky waves than a still ocean. I don't want a, a still ocean. That's boring to me. I want waves to fight in. I don't know about you. I'm a fight the waves person. At times I can be. I like a little bit of both. But no, I, it, the, the ocean being flat does nothing for me. The pina coladas go down smooth. <laughs> I'll say that. I mean, you can do that wherever. Like, um, yeah. So I mine mine actually goes to the theme of what we just talked about, to be honest. And Nate goes, Zach is going to Florida, I'm guessing. I am not going to Florida. I am actually going to get some authentic Mexican food in Mexico. Hey. I, I am flying to Cancun on Wednesday and not coming back till Sunday. Um, and going deep sea fishing. I'm going to try to catch a blue Marlin. Uh, we're we're going to see. So that is my good news. I'm looking forward to the all-inclusive resort that I'm going to stay at in Cancun, Mexico. I, it is not Taco Bell. I, I was going to, I was going to say, could you do, a man on the street type of feature where you ask the employees at the resort is Taco Bell Mexican food. I'm trying not going to, I'm not going to be thinking about A to Z sports for as much as I can. I just think that would be really entertaining, but I, I, that is real authentic Mexican food. It is not inspired. It's and, the real and, and Mark says, I think in Mexico they just call it food. Food. And I, I I heard I heard some comedian talk about like you know how you have the the uh, <clears throat> the the conversation about what do you want to eat for dinner, and it's like you know we we just had Chinese food last night. I want Chinese Chinese food again two nights in a row, and then it's like well that's that's just what they do. In China, like that's just the food they eat. And like America, like I was thinking about that. We just, just bum off of everybody else's cuisine. Except for like cheeseburgers. I feel like that's our, <clears throat> that's our what, right. that was what I, I was thinking. Like cheeseburgers. That's all we got as this country. It's like, <laughs> but again, we're like, we don't want to eat cheeseburger. Like it, you would sound like the biggest fat ass. If you're like, yeah, I had, che I had American cheeseburgers three nights in a row. Like, right. Wouldn't that sound, make you sound terrible? Yeah. I mean, I had I actually did that last week and three cheeseburger. Oh, you're in. Wait, no, in. I played myself. <laughs> I I played myself. I went to the lake and I made cheese. I made burgers, homemade grilled burgers on Thursday night. I had a leftover burger before I went to the lake for lunch on Friday. I ate that cheeseburger. 
I get to the lake. And what do you do at the lake? You cook out. You grill out. And we had cheeseburgers. So mm. I literally did that. I haven't had a cheeseburger since. <laughs> yeah, that happens. That happens. All right, guys. We will see you in a weekish or so. But we will have YouTube content uh, coming out throughout next week. So be looking on the lookout for that. You guys subscribe to our YouTube channel. But we will see you July 11th. Uh, so it'll be about 10 days. But hey, hope everybody has a great 4th of July weekend. Hope time, everybody- time, time. DJ. Are there Taco Bells in Mexico? And if there are, is that considered Mexican food? No, it's just Taco Bell. Okay. All right. <laughs> Hope everybody has a great, safe holiday weekend. We'll talk to you guys soon. Uh, you know, we'll be back shortly, fresh and ready to go for training camp and getting ready for the season. But again, don't forget, uh, do subscribe to our YouTube channel because we will have content every day, every weekday next week on the YouTube channel, including Monday, the 4th of July. So we'll see you guys later on. Have a great weekend. Talk to you soon. Thanks. Adios.